0: The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. X-Men, cute, cuddly pets and golf. What more could you want on this week's edition of The Movie Zone? How about a secret guest coming up in segment two? Secret, but... The greatest,
1: possibly one of the greatest influences to on ever this roll the earth? Uh, to ever roll into the movie zone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but actually, a very large influence on this show and its success and its ability for uh, us to talk about things that, with a little bit of knowledge, now we're not saying we know a lot. I was told I'm not a critic this week. You were told straight to your face. I was. You're not worthy because you're not a critic. That's a different story that maybe we'll tell a. Very short, abridged version of, but um, in which I didn't take offense, by the way. That's why we're joking about it. But I was highly offended uh, for you. But uh, I'm really excited to talk to this person. When are you going to reveal who it is? Right now. His okay. name is
0: Aaron Evans of Love Communications, and he uh, was the the first to legitimize the movie's own by getting us some screener passes yeah. to go see the, the press screenings of these movies. Uh, we owe a lot of the credibility of this show to him and, uh, of course, the good folks at Megaplex, Larry, Cal, and, and Jeff. And, uh, but, and mostly, every week we tell you, the listener, the show is because of you but we see the movies because of those people. So we'll talk to Aaron about, he's got such a cool job, and he'll share a couple cool stories, I hope, with us about behind the scenes of how movie studios work and how they uh, advertise and deploy their marketing for their movies. So we'll talk with him in segment two today. Uh, But that all being said, we do got to get going because we want to leave enough time for uh, Aaron in segment two. So before we get out to the movie's own phone and talk about what opens this week, who got... Rich, who got Last paid, week, Austin? <laughs> that would be Godzilla
1: got paid. So <laughs> no, it's unfortunate. How much did Godzilla make? Uh forty-seven million dollars domestically. It's a pretty good start for a monster movie. Like,
0: okay. how how did uh, Rocket Man do? Rocket Man brought in twenty-five million. So twenty-five compared to remind me what 50. Godzilla made? So half of what Godzilla yeah. made? I guess that's right because there's more audience reach sure. for Godzilla than Rated
1: right R, R tough movie to watch compared to lizards shooting laser beams at each other where you can take your 13 year old yeah and so it opens more to a bigger audience but okay. I've heard Rockman is a good time uh, it's kind well, of a I've heard it's not a good time but, but a good like movie a, yeah good movie but a dark dark hard movie to watch but should go see um year to date austin number five aladdin 491 they're in the five they're in the five so long alita battle angel number four h-t-t-y-d-t-h-w that's also known as how to train your dragon 3 and uh number three the wandering earth number two captain marvel and avengers endgame
0: which we may never be topped ever yeah at 2.7 billion dollars Two point seven b- 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 billion dollars. Yes. If Star Wars came out tomorrow, it might get it. It might. No, you don't think so. No, you think there's a bigger fan base for Avengers than Star Wars? Uh, I, I I, believe, I don't
1: think Star Wars will hit two billion. No, because well, not in the year. No, no. I in general, not in its run in the theater. I don't think it will. Hmm, wow. I think it'll make a lot of money, but not two billion. No, a lot you more culmination right. of. I mean, you're talking about the 22 films, you know.
0: You know what? You're, you're right in this. Avengers is this generation Star Wars. Yeah,
1: sure. I totally agree with you
0: there. Even though there are still Star Wars. Yeah. The the people who are... Uh, the age that Star Wars was when it came out are the age the Avengers and Marvel was going Yeah, on. and don't so. get me wrong. I think this new... This... Maybe
1: last of this this era of Star Wars. I'm very excited for it. I couldn't be more. I think it's going to be incredible. So uh, it'll be interesting. It's going to make a lot of money, and
0: everyone's going to be rolling in their Scrooge McDuck uh, banks over yes, there at Disney. Indeed. Now, speaking of, we're going to dial out to the movie own phone, but I want to get our poll question out ahead of the okay. zone phone uh, because we're talking about Star Wars, Avengers. It goes right into our some of the a movie that's coming, two movies coming out this week. The poll question this week is twofold. You can either answer one or both of them. It's A... What uh, is the best movie franchise that never goes away, that keeps right. coming back with more? What's the best? Or B, which movie franchise never goes away that you wish would? Essentially, to paraphrase the yes. whole question. So, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. And one I'm play thinking one. you can guess which side of the
1: aisle Austin and I will land on when it comes to this first one that we <laughs> talk about today.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, let's dial out to the movie's own phone three movies opening this week at Megaplex Theaters.
2: And welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theatres. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Aladdin, please press 1. For Booksmart, please press 2. For Dark Phoenix, please press 3. You've selected Dark Phoenix, starring Sophie Turner, Jessica Chastain, Jennifer Lawrence, James McAvoy, and Michael Fassbender. For plot
1: description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. This is the story of one of the X-Men's
2: most beloved characters, Jean Grey, as she evolves into the iconic Dark Phoenix. During a life-threatening rescue mission in space, Jean is hit by a cosmic force that transforms her into one of the most powerful mutants of all. Wrestling with this increasingly unstable power, as well as her own personal demons, Jean spirals out of control, tearing the X-Men family apart and threatening to destroy the very fabric of our planet. The film was the most intense and emotional X-Men movie ever made. It is the culmination of 20 years of X-Men movies, as the family of mutants that we've come to know and love must face their most devastating enemy yet, one of their own. Dark Phoenix is rated PG-13. For tickets and showtimes, please visit MegaplexTheaters.com.
0: Dark Phoenix, you saw this movie. I did. I eventually got in. (laughs) <laughs> you eventually were allowed, though you're not a critic, to view Dark Phoenix earlier this week. I'm just teasing because it was just a funny moment for me, but this is a this is a media screening yes, only sir it was yes. to which you said i i am technically media, yes, I'm here with a radio show, right well, then you're not a critic, so you're not a critic. To what you said Well no Actually the show's based on us Not being critics So I can't argue with you But I am supposed to be In this screening still It was funny She was right You were right She was
1: very right technically And I was very right technically And we were (laughs) No one said anything She was Yeah it was really funny That's all I'm saying Did you have to call I may have called Larry To Sony And said hey Larry Uh, Get
0: this girl fired
1: No I did not She's out of here Obviously not (laughs) No, and I don't want. I, I wanted to be clear that I'm joking because I see her all the time at these things. So
0: we saw her at the other film. Ooh, yes, we'll talk we did. About
1: yeah, in a moment, but it was funny. What were your thoughts on Dark Phoenix? My thoughts on Dark Phoenix are uh, other than why? Why do we need this movie? What were your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts were it was okay it was good oh, yeah. if, you, if you like x-men movies you'll go you'll you won't come out of that thinking wow that was the best x-men movie i've ever seen uh they kind of tied off this new generation the ones that start the mcavoy version the uh, Fassbender, that uh, this the j jennifer lawrence all these actors and actresses who are in this version they kind of tied it off um and ty sheridan is in this as well so of course starring sophie turner of game of thrones fans as jean gray and phoenix and dark phoenix and uh they took a different approach for how uh her powers were achieved than the x3 the last stand with famica jensen they kind of took a different route to that so but you know what visually it was cool like a lot of those x-mens are but yeah it was fine it was good ish isn't she married to a Jonas brother? She is. Okay. She just married a Jonas brother.
0: All right. Uh, do you know how I know that? Because you showed me the episode of Ike, Billy Eichner. Billy on the street? With the Jonas brothers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's meh. It was, if it's you, fine.
1: If you're a fan of the X-Men franchise in its entirety, go see it. because You, ha- you, you kind of have to. Cause, but it was, and I think I've liked two of those. Kay. So it's probably not for me. Yeah, and you know, if you count, there's the first trilogy, then the second trilogy that um, was, they traveled back in time to weave their way into the old trilogy, and yeah. so that's why some of the timelines are kind of messed up, but you just have to say, oh, time travel and call it good, because it's a superhero movie. And then with the Deadpools and Logan... I don't count those. I'm counting just the X-Men see, movies. I I see, fra- I count them all in the franchise, so... Um, but do they play into the timeline of this well those these characters were in one of the deadpools so okay yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's very briefly because it was a shot at the studio. But anyway, they were in it. So it's just kind of, I count them in the franchise. And, of course, Logan is part of it, too. I guess it's like a different vein, yeah, though. Yeah, their are veins. X-Men
0: yeah. is the heart.
1: Yeah. And Wolverine is a vein. Yeah, and right. Uh, Deadpool's a vein. Right, and, and yeah. yeah. Logan and Deadpool. And, of course, the new one coming up, the horror version of X-Men. So this, where I would put it in the grand scheme is
0: middle- okay but go see it if you're into them that's uh, my take even though I'm not into that franchise this would be my five dollar Tuesday award of the week sure because I do think that it would be an okay five dollar yeah. Tuesday movie sure yeah it's, go I hang mean,
1: out at the movies it's PG-13 but I mean it's there's one F word that of course they got in there other than Femma Jensen? Other than... Well, she's not in this, but... They don't even say her name? Other than Phoenix with an F, but... uh, <laughs> uh But, yeah, so, I mean, it's not... What the Phoenix? Yeah, you're not gonna... It's not overly violent or
0: any of that, All so, right. yeah. So there you go, Dark Phoenix. Uh, two more movies opening this week at Megaplex Theaters.
2: Popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Rocket Man, please press 1. For A Dog's Journey, please press 2. For The Secret Life of Pets 2, please press the Secret Life of Pets 2, starring Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and Jenny Slate. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. Max the Terrier must cope with some major life changes when his owner gets married and has a baby. When the family takes a trip to the countryside, nervous Max has numerous run-ins with canine intolerant cows, hostile foxes, and a scary turkey. Luckily for Max, he soon catches a break when he meets Rooster, a gruff farm dog who tries to cure the lovable pooch of his neurosis the secret life of pets 2 is rated pg and has a 71 fresh rating from rotten tomatoes for tickets and show please visit megaplex theaters.com
0: we both saw the secret life of pets my wife went and i'll say this she loved every single frame of that movie with all of her heart but what do i always tell you about my wife She loves every single movie, every frame. Every every person, every every topic, every idea is the greatest because she's a wonderful, optimistic person. For me, Secret Life of Pets 2 is not nearly as good as The Secret Life of Pets. Um, There were, the first half of the movie was really funny and the second half of the movie I found myself wanting it to be over. So uh, I would say go with your children because you won't, regret scene. You can take your kids to this movie and both of you will enjoy your time. The kids will enjoy their time. The whole movie, the adults will enjoy their time for some of the movie.
1: I would say that too. It seemed like they were really trying to get the adults invested in the first half. Um, I, I'll say the family next to me, all the kids thought it was hilarious the whole time. So if you're looking for a thing to take your kids to. Um, I thought Patton Oswalt did a nice job replacing Lucy too. K as Max. Uh, you've got there's it, it was essentially three movies going as one that converge <laughs> at the end and kind of one just ends but anyway yeah no, I mean they're all together at the end. I guess the all lessons the, learned the all, from one. The all is the whole, over. yes, exactly. Yeah. They, right. And there's obviously there's there's the commentary on the circus, and then <laughs> and facing your fears. That's what it's about. So if your if your kids want to go, and tell them to face their fears, and also
0: there was also commentary say no
1: thanks to kidnapping baby tigers from overseas, which I'm cool with too. See, there so. was also
0: veiled commentary on Russia in this movie a little bit
1: okay yeah yeah sure 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 but uh, (laughs) it was fun I thought I found myself laughing a few times especially in the first half as for the adults so so uh, it would be like the veterinary scene I thought was perfect yep wonderfully done
0: it it would be a go for the family night at the movie sure yeah definitely Uh, but other than that if this this wouldn't be my first choice if I weren't taking kids I would not go to this movie Mm, okay so, all right, uh, and then before we uh, get to the poll quest responses, we do want to talk about one more movie. Uh, it's a special one night only here at the Megaplex Theaters.
2: Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Avengers Endgame. Press 1. For Captain Marvel, please press 2. For Looper, The Caddy's Long Walk, please press 3. (coughs) You've selected Looper,
1: The Caddy's Long Walk. For plot description, please say, Tell me more. Tell me more. Filmmaker Jason Baffa
2: examines the personal bonds and dynamic relationships that form between golfers and caddies. Looper, The Caddy's Long Walk is rated PG and is one hour and twenty minutes long. For tickets and showtimes, please visit com.
0: Narrated by Bill Murray, Loopers The Caddy's Long Walk. Uh, this is a documentary being shown at Jordan Commons in Sandy and Thanksgiving Point in Lehigh uh, on uh, June 7th So if and it's supposedly really, really good. You can watch the trailer at LoopersMovie.com slash watch dash trailer and it's, a, it's coming Historical documentary on golf from the caddies' viewpoint and how important they are to the game of golf. I think a lot of people listening to our show here today are also golfers and would enjoy this uh, this crossover of golf and movies. Yep, yeah, I agree. I and I would very much like to see a Bill Murray
1: thing because I know he likes golf. He loves golf, and it'd be cool to watch him do this kind of thing. And you know what? Uh, the golfer and the caddy—they're more than just out there carrying the clubs around. Oh yeah, especially well. N- Especially the ones that have been with the same golfers for years and years and years. Jordan Smith's caddy was like his history teacher or something back in the day. And then they they have bonded through the years of being caddy and golfer. So, uh, worth the, if you're a golf fan, I would say go.
0: So, make sure so. Uh, you, you check it out. If you're into movies and golf, this would be your uh, go for yep, the week. Definitely. All right, uh, that brings us to our poll questions of the week uh, at Austin Horton at AP Lizer. What movie franchise that keeps coming back is the best and what movie franchise that keeps coming back do you wish wouldn't come back anymore? What are some of the responses we've got there,
1: um, Let's see. Chris says, love the movies but Fast and Furious has, been, oh. has not been the same without Paul Walker. Of course, obviously not their fault but um, they've gone away from drag racing down the streets of los angeles to in chris's point torpedoes on ice caps and things like <laughs> yes, that like it's, it's a little
0: it's it's ridiculous yeah they could have done this in a movie they've now done it in 23 and in though. fact
1: there's a spin spinoff Hobbs and Shaw coming out which since. i
0: will not see no matter how much you beg me to go yep. to it uh so i like that answer guthrie uh says rocky slash creed but he doesn't specify if it's one he likes coming back or should go away So we'll have to leave that up to him to... We'll let Austin spoil the end of those for you. Uh, It was a month
1: and a half. (laughs) It was the day of. It It was was not the movie's own phone that day. No, Uh, no. Brett McCormick uh, says Godzilla, alien. Please make them stop. Amen, Brett McCormick. Uh, Derek says Kingsman. We need more of those. And you're getting more of those. In fact, they were going to do one. They're doing, I think, two now. Because they were doing one where it didn't involve... Taron Edgerton or any of the original cast they're going back in time and then there was a blow up about it so now I think they're either doing two with him back or one that travels in time I don't know,
0: I don't know either Joey Pringles I think uh, sums up my thoughts on this poll question very well I'd watch anything Star Wars decides to put out Fast and Furious and Transformers they should have stopped after their first movies again Transformers cool
1: because it was the toys and it was the first movie was enjoyable and it was fun by the
0: end of it it's King Arthur's Court in Space yeah it was the worst idea and Anthony Hopkins should be ashamed of himself (laughs) yes come on sir Anthony Hopkins um
1: Robert says needs to go away Mission Impossible I'm with you or get a new Ethan
0: I liked the last Mission Impossible was amazing it was, it was. There's only been one bad Mission Impossible, and even then, it was still cool. It was good. Uh, Matt just Matt
1: says, Marvel is my go-to immediately. I think, meaning that he loves that. My guilty pleasure is Harry Potter. With you, Matt. Transformers needs to stop. And so does this generation's Land Before Time, Fast and the Furious.
0: <laughs> Land Before Time—that's
1: really good. This year. now, Tim says his favorite is Fast and the Furious. Even if they're subpar, they're entertaining. That's and what he says
0: his worst is Rocky. Though the Creed movies have kind of redeemed it, he said a little. All right, thanks for playing along each and every week on the Movie Zone poll question. We do appreciate it. We'll take a break. Coming up next, Aaron Evans of Love Communications, the guy that gets you into the movies early. How does he? How did he come to be? How does he do it? Why does he do it? And can we do it uh, when he's done doing it? We'll beg him for jobs next. They're on the movie zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Second segment of The Movie Zone here on The Zone Sports Network. Adrian, you chose the soundtrack of the week. Why and what? Well, it's Dark Phoenix and because we
1: both like Hans Zimmer and Dark Phoenix came out this week.
0: Now it is Hans Zimmer, not Hans Zimmer. Not Hans Zimmer. He pronounces Hans it Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yes. So I wonder if he ever gets trolled by people calling him Hans, like Hans gets trolled by people calling him Hans. Do you think? I don't know, because no, don't Hans
1: so. is the only person I've seen have his name pronounced that way.
0: spelled Spelled that way spelled Hans pronounced Hans yes interesting alright so that's Dark Phoenix Phoenix Soundtrack of the Week uh, here on the Zone Sports Network brought to you by Megaplex Theaters as promised joining us now in studio the man that we owe at least half of our careers to yes Uh, Larry Tassoni gets the other half and Jeff. And uh, Cal so Anderson a and Jeff Whipple. So a fourth here. of our career. So, well, it's suddenly becoming a fifth, sixth, eighth. <laughs> <right. laughs> but we do owe a lot. Uh, a lot of the screenings we get to go see, we owe to this man, Aaron Evans, is here with us from Love Communications. Yes. Mm, How yep. are you, Aaron? Doing well. How are you doing? Good to have you finally in the house with
3: us. Oh, thank you.
0: Now, uh, this, you might be the best success story that's ever happened to Adrian and I on radio, because you just happened to be listening one day, yes, and said, "Hey, wonder if these guys will want to go see a movie."
3: Yeah, I heard. I heard the, your show, and I'm like, "Wait, they do a movie show? I, I'm either. in that business too. I guess I should probably reach out to them somehow. Well, we're, <laughs> if I'm doing we're, my job, then we're very grateful for it. So we wanted to have you in
0: talk about what you do, where you're from, and stuff like that. That was just, I have to say, that was just such a funny
1: experience because we. Didn't know what we were Going to do We were like We got to try to See some of these movies And I don't know Do you remember What movie it was That you sent us to Very first I remember uh, You do Yeah no, I don't. What was it? Um, I ha- I don't remember the name, but it star It had Kevin Sorbo in it. Oh, and it was Spirit of the Game. Spirit of
0: the
3: Game. Oh, that's right. It was, the, more, uh, it was when he, one of the indie films yes, I worked the on. the missionaries on in, into in, Australia. In Australia for the yes. ba- the basketball. So I forgot the basketball that, game. That, that basketball was our first story. screening.
0: That opened all kinds of doors it for us. Really it really did. Moore, Michelle Moore. Uh-huh. Yeah. of Moore Publications. I hooked you
3: up with Michelle. She's you know, always our friends uh, up there at Utah Film
0: Studios. Yeah, Marshall Moore, her husband, and and. Megaplex then started getting us hooked up. So the spirit of the screen and the game... We went, came to, to, us we and went to that us. movie. Yes.
3: Dun, thanks
1: to Aaron. Now, if you hate, you,
0: cool. if now, you hate the show, Aaron's the guy you blame <laughs> as well.
3: So all the praise I'll goes to it, Aaron. I will take all the blame. All I'm, the blame. I'm, I'm, I'm used to that. So, wh- okay, let's say, who is Aaron Evans? Where are you from? And uh, what's your story? I, I am Utah born and bred. Uh, grew up in Holiday long, long time ago. Went to Cottonwood High School. Uh, and then went to the U. Well, with a, a stop at Baylor in between. Which is a really? really strange story. Yeah, Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas. Yeah. What,
0: what took you out there? Why Baylor?
3: I uh, got a good offer to go there, and so went for a year on scholarship. Not, yeah, oh. not really knowing what I was getting myself into. Being <laughs> a little kid from Utah and going to, going to Waco, Texas, <laughs> different world, and walking in there, going. Uh, I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> You're gonna do? We do what now here? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Okay, huh? <laughs> so, and I think, and I've never had a chance to talk to him about it, but I'm fairly sure Dennis Lindsay and I were there the exact same time. Oh, oh that's really funny. yeah. He's playing ball. He or... was playing ball, and I was just being a goofball. Yeah. And he was, and uh, going like. So you're
0: about the same age. I think we're thinking.
3: yeah. I think we're almost the, the exact same age, and I'm pretty sure we overlapped. But he, 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 if you ever run into him, he'll talk
0: to you about Baylor till you don't want him to talk about it. I Baylor know, anymore, I,
3: so. yeah. So I've always wanted to to compare notes and see <laughs> about because obviously he loved it and I had a differing opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's home to him and it was foreign to you. Yeah, mm, yeah. But so then, then, then came, he left there and came back. Came back here. Yeah, went to the U I'm proud Ute, uh, and then started a career in, in it's well a weird career St- Worked in D.C. for quite a few years. Uh, and then got into marketing and advertising here, and wound up with, through various circumstances, wound up first with with Disney as a client. Uh, twenty years ago, exactly. Wow. To the, Disney was your client. Disney was uh, at the agency I was at at wow. the time. Yep. Very cool. No big deal. Um, and then, ever since then, have worked with with Disney. So it's been twenty yeah twenty years. So it started in '99 with with yeah. Disney, and then and all the different entities that fall under the disney umbrella plus have then worked with all sorts of local and other various independent filmmakers on on films it's just part of part of the stuff i do <laughs> So you're you're in the marketing side of things, uh huh? Yeah, and, mark, marketing and pu- and
1: publicity, and we and we hear a little bit of that from uh, Jeff, but he's Jeff Whipple, huh? He, but he's with, he's with the uh, Megaplex, and he works a lot with just the theaters and things like that. But how does that differ from what you do on the marketing side and publications? Of so yeah, films? so
3: whereas Jeff works with the theaters, he's on the theater side for the Megaplex. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the studio side, so I work with, cool. directly with with the film studios. So. Right now, I work with Disney, Marvel, Lucas, film. I have not heard um, of any of those things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> They're independent. Now, you know, Fox, Fox, now the Fox. Now that Disney bought them. Yeah. Um, and back in the day, we had Disney had Touchstone and Hollywood and Hollywood. Miramax. Miramax. And now yeah. now a bunch of a bunch of studios you never hear about because they've all gone away. Um, I convinced uh, a girl in high
0: school my middle name was Miramax. <laughs> she knew my middle initial was M and she could not forever She I just found dumb game in high school I made her try and guess my middle name and we finally That's went how to you the, would flirt back in high we school We finally That's went to the it movies went. and Miramax
3: was up there I was like it's my That's middle it. name. Look I didn't watch I wanted you to like me for me and, not because of the family, now, family name yeah, yeah, know? Exactly. And now you don't And exactly. now you don't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole because yeah. of, yeah. of yeah. the association for everything that yeah. went down there. <laughs> yeah. Not
0: the family Not yeah. Miramax Never no, have no. been Miramax Just Max
3: Never Heard of that. Well that's yeah.
0: quite the uh, list of clientele and and so it's, experiences. Yeah, so it's fun. they charge you they they say that here's this movie coming out go get us some people to go see the movie
3: mm, pretty and much. get a reaction. Mm, yeah and for, and mainly low, so I cover for for Disney I cover Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, kind of the intermountain west states uh, to do marketing and publicity wow. for for all the for the Disney films. But it's main it's mainly Utah. So how so does
0: yeah, so mo- say, mostly, you, you, Utah. You, mostly Utah.
3: Mostly Utah. And Utah, the way Disney measures their markets is strictly on box office take. Okay. They don't mm-hmm. they don't look at it by population or by anything. They look at straight the straight dollars. I know that's a shock to you that Disney <laughs> would do that. <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh the fifty dollar churro would beg to differ. Uh, Seventy two dollars turkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it works out great for us because it puts it puts Salt Lake, Utah, with our huge, you know, huge family population and huge movie going population. It it ranks us ahead of cities that are much much bigger than us in terms of population. So we're actually, from a movie standpoint, film standpoint, uh, Utah is is market number 13 in the country wow. for wow, Disney. Cool. Whereas it's straight dollar. Because it's straight dollar. That's amazing. Whereas from, yeah, from a DMA, we're 33rd right now from a TV, a TV DMA. So, so
0: Disney, you're, some people might think, oh, Utah's probably down on the list of big corporation priorities.
3: Utah's a high priority Utah's for Disney. Utah's a high, high priority for Disney. Wow, that's great. Which and especially, why. and we say, and with the Megaplex, uh, they they punch way above their weight yeah. size because it, routinely they they have theaters in the top in the top 10 20 and 10 for for opening weekend like yeah. for for Aladdin I want Jeff told me they had i want to say they had four f- I, I'm probably underselling now, but I want to say they had five theaters in the top 20 in the country for, the for Aladdin, <laughs> which makes my makes me look like I did my job. Yes, you really well. did, yeah. It was, we, we it's talk mostly, all it's mostly thanks to Jeff and, his, and him.
1: We talk all the time. That's why we get to do cool things like marathons and things like, like they're, yeah. they're about to do. We talked about it last week. They're about to do a Toy Story marathon for they, Toy, yeah, Toy Story yeah, 4. It, so like, yep. that's one doing, of
0: only 22 yeah,
1: that's in, gonna be, in
3: North uh, America. Yeah, and they had, they the had Marble. The Marble one. one. Yeah, they are one of 12. They had the Marble. Marvel marathon. So, the Millennium Falcon yeah. came to town. We had the Millennium Falcon a year ago. Yeah. So. Which, which I did. Yeah, that was. That was a story how it got damaged yeah. in shipping. She, <laughs> yeah.
0: What a deal that ended up being. So
3: that's so that's also, that's part of my yeah. job. I had to wrangle all that. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I had to take care, take care of <laughs> that. So
0: I have a, it was still a cool experience. It though. was really really
3: cool.
1: Cool It was experience. very cool. Really cool experience. All right, I have a two-part question for yes. you. And this is kind of a behind-the-scenes thing that Austin and I experienced but maybe people don't know. And my first question is: How do? When does a studio not really care about reviews necessarily because they know it's going to be such a large film? And B, uh, something I have that I learned uh, through going through this is that there's social media. I, and if you can talk about it, if not, but the social media embargoes where they say, "Hey, don't release any reviews mm-hmm. until this time." Mm-hmm. What is kind of the point of saying, "Hey"? Critics, you've seen this movie, but don't talk about it for a few days. And when do they decide? Oh, we know we're going to make a gazillion dollars anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
3: Uh, my experience has been they always care about reviews, okay. And now they care about reviews even more than ever hmm. because of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, and that mm, that tomato score has become incredibly important. Yeah, people to, use it like gospel. Pe- yeah. yeah, people use it like gospel. Whether you know whether or not it's it's accurate or not. Okay, and then there, yeah, there are some films that are definitely review proof, right? But but they still they still put a lot they of still put a, a lot of value on on reviews. Uh, the embargo dates, I have no idea. It's kind Why of an interesting that? thing they it say. Is a, hey, a, come yeah.
1: in and but don't put anything on social media until 10 p.m. It's mountain usually, Time. And yeah. usually
3: yeah, and it's it's usually. Corresponds with the world premiere in oh, LA, okay. so they'll have. So for us, like the the world premiere will be on a Monday night, and you know, in our screening, it'll be like a press screening. If we do a press screening, it'll be like the next morning, and so they'll they'll want the they want to. It's generally so that the national media can get get their look at as world room. Oh, yeah. Okay, See, I love you know, those press screenings because it's like. Me,
1: Aaron, and like sis, six other six people.
0: people. <laughs> oh, and the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> While I'm producing out the know, show, away with Jake and Gordon. I uh-huh. always
1: send Aaron an email. I'll be there at 2
0: o'clock. Thanks. And That's you always right. reply all to make sure I yes. see that you're getting to go to the afternoon time. Exactly. And I've got to go at night. <laughs> exactly. Which I'm not complaining. I still get to go. Yeah. yeah. It'd just be nice to not have to be at work. It's a party. We're all getting to know each other. <laughs> it's like... We're, so, sorry. We're sorry do you, <laughs> guys, do you guys sit next to each other Or no, do you all have no, your own no, little countries no, usually I'm that. usually kind of running,
3: <laughs> uh, running around yeah, and, you know, Right before working. the, the so, film starts And,
0: and that's, I, that leads into my other question You see these movies Six, seven times By the time you're done with a it A lot of them, more. yeah so, so by the time Adrian and I come to see Toy Story next week, for example You will have seen it already I, I, A dozen I, times Not that many uh, Actually only f- for that just once Okay, just once for that one but okay, but other, <laughs> but other, but other people but that may or may not be in the same field extended as you have seen
3: trailers it is what times. our friend Jeff likes to call them. Yes, yeah, he extended, sees a lot of extended trailers. Extended trailers, trailers. Yeah, he does see a lot of extended trailers.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned schooling. Did you get a degree in advertising, and that's how you got into this world? I did. A, so I did a degree in history and communications. A double major. Yeah, look at you. That's yeah. what I should have done.
1: History would be a... a The communications major is so short, I didn't know what to spend the rest of my time doing for four years.
0: The communications. Yeah,
1: and then I should have done something like history. I mm-hmm. love history.
0: And then the three of us all majored in communications, and two of us graduated. and The other, you said it was short, and I was like, "That's too long. I don't <laughs> need to graduate. Or <laughs> degrees. A degree, a degree, Who needs a piece of paper. I'll yeah. just, I'll just uh, be on welfare yes. forever." Yeah. But uh, so, if someone wanted to get into that world, would that be a recommendation? Is get a degree in communications,
1: mm-hmm.
3: or or yeah, or or make marketing, your connections, or. or public relations. Yeah. So you have any... Uh,
0: so Adrian, you can take over for him. I will you be. I'm
1: actually... I. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm
3: starting like you a protege. Yeah.
1: Oh, we're starting like a, a, he's my mentor, I'll
3: that, be the protege thing. Yeah, you're, we're going to start that. That's the apprentice? That, that's actually what we talk about at the daytime. Print- yeah, we do. When you're not, See, when you you're you're not talking there. about secrets? He's actually, yeah. I knew it. He's hiring me. There was with. a
0: reason Aaron called your cell phone today and not mine. So uh, we <laughs> we uh, got this great story out
1: of uh, Cal Gunderson, who's oh, a no. film buyer. Not about you, but uh, <laughs> this leads into the- <laughs> Wait, qu- is
0: there a story about he's, you that we should ask probably
1: He probably does have some stories about I mean. This leads into, because he said, you know, back, way back in the day, in the 70s, they passed on Star Wars. It's, he said this on the show, that they, the theater he was working at passed on Star Wars, and back in those days, once one theater got it, they had it. Nobody else they, could yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. rights were, and he said it played for, like, three straight years <laughs> in the yeah. other theater. Just, it, just over a it, year. It, it yeah. <laughs> but forever, and his theater didn't get a, a, a slice of that pie. But do you have any, like, funny <laughs> stories from your years that kind of come to mind that are that our audience would laugh at? The uh, oh, they
3: would laugh at. Um, I have some fun. Well, okay. Well, so one of my the funnest parts of my job. Every once in a while, we get to have whether it's writers or directors or the actors or the talent from the film come into town and do. They're called PA tours, public. Yeah. Uh, and we've had we've had some really really fun ones come through town. Uh, the Rock and Dwayne Johnson came through town about. Oh gosh! When is this? This is probably almost ten years ago now. I'd have to look it up for the. Oh, before the, he was considered the, good. Uh, no, he was good then. Oh, he was, okay. good. It was It was the yeah, game plan. Just, do you remember the? Do you remember the movie The Game yeah, Plan like, where he's That the, is a funny movie. He's the, uh, I actually like he's, that movie too. I do Alice. too. So, yeah. So he so he came through town for a uh, couple days. And I got to be his escort for two days. Really? And I will tell you beforehand, like you I were was driving
0: him around uh, in in a them car. Places. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I wasn't the actual driver. I right. Um But it was it was he and the little and the girl from the, the film, and then and the director, the writer director Andy Fickman. Uh, and beforehand, I was just like, oh man, this is just gonna suck. Because I'm sure this guy's just going to be a tool,
1: oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> and, but then turns out he is Dwayne. I'm about, he is the nicest, one of the smartest, most down to earth people I have ever worked with. Really? Never. He really puts just,
1: that out there too, and you wonder if that's how he is. So it's he
3: it's was amazing, and it seemed genuine. He oh. wasn't putting on airs. Oh no, it was it was for sure. Him just told just. Could not that have warms been. My heart. Yes, it does. Could not have been nicer, cooler. That was. I was blown away That's by him. Great, very just cool. Just like It was, just like okay, you are like next to godhood. There, he's yeah. just <laughs> amazing. And it was the best part was like walking around with him in the in different TV stations and studios, and like as the women would see him from a distance, <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> just mouths would drop open and, and he was and he would stop and you know, take pictures with everybody and sign autographs and that's cool. give everybody hugs and everything and just he is just one of me. my favorite stories because oh nothing he where nothing, he came yeah.
0: from how he started mm-hmm. and wrestling and it, it's a very niche thing is wrestling professional wrestling and then he built it into being the top Paid actor in the talk world. The ball, yeah, so, yeah. Well,
1: beto- I guess between playing college football and starting wrestling, he was like he had nothing. He had nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Nothing. He had five bucks in his pocket. He said, and like so
0: that was it. It's good news to hear yeah. that he's actually a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you and can my, root for him. Yeah.
3: My my other favorite story, and I've been mean, I could talk for I could talk for hours about this one. Um, Patton Oswalt. Okay. He came through town. Uh, for, this was for Ratatouille when he was the voice of, of Remy and Ratatouille and came, did a PA tour here we'd wrapped up the day finished off uh, and I'm, I'm leaving the Grand America Hotel with, where he was staying and all of a sudden he like, comes running out of from nowhere he's like hey man what are you doing? like um, I don't know what, <laughs> what, are you what doing? am I doing? What am I, what am I doing? it's like well do you, do you know where the nearest comic book store is? Like mean, yeah. It's like, well, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Well, it's new comic book day. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> like, will you take me? Like Going to a comic book store with Patton Oswald. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I've got <laughs> time. I've canceled so we, all my plans all of a sudden. So I, but our, the car service, is going, he's like, oh, I don't care. He's like, So we hop in my my little car. We drive to the to, mm, comic books, store. Dr. Volts. Uh, really? and he, bu- and, he buys, and Patton Oswalt? Yeah. And he buys a stack, and I, I'm not exaggerating, a foot deep of, co- of all the new comics that had come out that day. Wow. <laughs> just walks up to the counter, just puts it down. Just this huge stack. And I'm like cool, all right, yeah, and then we start driving. And he's like, "Well, well, what what are you, what are you doing now?" Nah, I don't know. <laughs> what, what are we doing now, Pat? And he's like, "Well, you want to go get something to eat?" Like, sure. Wow. So I went oh up God. spending the entire you had a whole entire, mandate with. Oh, Pat I did. I had it was a, we we had a full on bro moment for spending an entire evening with. Is he funny day. in person? Oh my gosh! That's.
0: It's not just. I know he's a comedian. We talked about him earlier in the show. Is he a show person or is
3: he actually funny in in everyday conversation? He is, in my opinion, probably the funniest person on the planet. Like I was crying in regular conversation. In regular conversation, that's great. I'm really sad. I was, I the entire night. I didn't honestly. I didn't want it to end because I've never laughed harder. My that's awesome. I was spent most of the evening just crying. I was laughing so hard. He's so funny. Oh, so so funny. And again, and it was same thing with him. Just a brilliantly smart, nice guy, and just, just, just blew me away. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Well.
0: Uh, Adrian and I uh, had Kevin Sorbo on the phone. Thanks to you, that, that one. Oh, was that I mean, with him? That was, yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. We had the guy that they he didn't hang doing, out with us though. We had Richard Roundtree. Uh, Uh, Cancel on us this week Yes The original Shaft So that was We got the Shaft from From Shaft Shaft. We did
1: get Canceled on by Shaft
0: So someday we'll have A Dwayne The Rock Johnson And Patton The Comedian Oswald
3: story I'll see what I can do To hook you guys up Do you need A driver
1: (laughs)
0: Slash
3: Again
1: Austin can do that
0: I'll be in the back Because
1: I'm You know the new Your security I'm the detail. new Aaron I'm the next Aaron so. you'll just shadow Aaron right yeah exactly
0: alright well that's pretty cool
1: that's
3: great stories my, and I almost said my, my favorite guys to have come to town too are the uh, the writers and directors and producers from Pixar okay just because they're really cool. Because they're just really cool yeah. and amazing and do just amazing work. They have pretty cool just, jobs. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. To to Started start right in the street, street too. That's yeah. the awesome And they're part. so stupidly talented. And <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh, come on.
0: Really? We got a guy, Ben Coombs, a guy that's been uh, interning with the Jazz last season. He's really talented animator. He ought to be picked up by those yeah. Pixar people. Oh, He should try. Brilliant brilliant. So we ought to see if we can... Make that happen. Well, Aaron, you've got a cool career and we're grateful to be a little part of it. Thanks for inviting us yeah. and including us in all oh, this stuff. Oh,
3: always. You guys do great work.
0: It uh, it provides an air of credibility to the show that we've seen movies right. that we're talking about and we owe it to you. And I'll Mayor fill in pleasure. for you sometime. You can go to the day shows. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got Toy Story coming up. Not filling in for you that Lion one. Lion King's right around the corner. I probably after that. won't be free yeah. to help you that day. But. I can't tell you how excited I am for the Disney uh, year yeah. ahead. It's going to be good. From, it's, an ama- from, it's an amazing. Amazing Toy years, Story to Lion King yeah. to Star Wars and
1: the things we're missing in between there. Yeah, well, thanks, Aaron. It's been awesome to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah,
0: anytime. That's Aaron Evans of Love Communications. When we come back on the other side, we'll wrap things up with say, uh, some rumors and news out of the world of Hollywood and movies, including a pop shop that didn't end up being what it appeared to be. I'll tell you about it next. Turn on the movie zone.
1: now, back to the movies with The Movie Zone on 97.5 1280
0: The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment of The Movie Zone this week. Soundtrack of the week. Again, Dark Phoenix. Adrian said it was just fine. Yeah. Meh. Go see it. Whatever. If you like X-Men, you'll like it. Yeah. But you won't love it. No, is correct. that correct. That is a great way to put it. Thanks to Aaron Evans for a few moments last segment. That was really a lot of fun. Big fan of
1: Aaron Evans and his ability what's a dramatic pause man. sorry I saw a uh, headline big night. fan of I just saw Brad Pitt Aaron Evans Star Trek in the same sentence and I, oh. it caught me off guard but it's not that so okay yeah
0: he's not gonna be in Star Trek no but they were playing a, it's a play on words for his new movie Ad Astra so ah well this is the uh, movie news and rumor segment so that is some movie news and rumors yeah. both news and rumor in one He will headline. not be in Star Trek at <laughs> least I don't think. And then finally this a video store a video rental store in Georgia has been busted for not being a video rental store. <laughs> It was a a front for illegal sports gambling. That's amazing. And uh, the store owner who's been arrested and hauled off would run uh, an illegal sports book taking bets on whatever sporting event happened to be in season. And the way they were discovered was all the videos that were being rented out inside were actually videos. They were VHS videos. So they got everyone. Someone thought this is a little fishy. Yeah, turns out it, it was from a criminal perspective, like
1: solid idea. Oh, no one would actually come here because no one has a D or a VCR anymore. From a criminally stupid standpoint, is you're drawing attention to yourself because you have
0: you're selling VHS's. Yes. <laughs> like, and why would a rental store still be in business with? In that market. In that market. We heard about, uh, uh, Aaron shared one with us of another local place that's still doing it here. They're on the up and up. Yeah. They're a family owned thing. They're fine. Yeah. But there in that market, there's no way that that's a legit business. Exactly. And then you go in and it's all VHS tapes. Okay.
1: All right. And then up on the board behind the counter, it says uh, GW or GSW minus three and a half. It
0: says that... Versus T-O-R. It says that they had not updated... They hadn't had a new movie since 2007. (laughs) (laughs) Again... (laughs) criminally unaware Unbelievable. unbelievable All right, thanks again to Aaron Evans for stopping by for a few moments and as always to you the listener for listening and playing along we do appreciate it for Adrian Lizer, I'm Austin Horton until next week when we'll talk Toy Story 4 you can believe that's no wait no that's not next week that's two weeks from now when is that no we'll see it I'll have seen it next week you will have seen it next week yeah So should we talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Even though I will not have seen it? Yeah, let's do that. Fine. Until next week when my day is ruined, this has been The Movie Zone.